Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our focus for this week. After Bankai had passed away, a blind man who lived near the Master's Temple told a friend, Since I am blind, I cannot watch a person's face, so I must judge his character by the sound of his voice. Ordinarily, when I hear someone congratulate another upon his happiness or success, I also hear a secret tone of envy. When condolence is expressed for the misfortune of another, I hear pleasure and satisfaction, as if the one condoling was really glad that there was something left to gain in his own world. In all my experience, however, Bankai's voice was always sincere. Whenever he expressed happiness, I heard nothing but happiness. And whenever he expressed sorrow, sorrow was all I heard. Then flesh, then bones. This week, notice true nature's sincerity of expression in form, speech, and action in you and around you. Notice life is always itself when it verbalizes or acts. Notice the qualities of life in its authentic expression. Kindness, appreciation, empathy, understanding, inclusion, acceptance, sympathetic joy. Notice how life delights in recognition of itself in everything it encounters. Notice life's openness, how it never takes sides or positions. Notice its unfailing generosity, its tolerance of differences, its amiability in interaction, its humility in not knowing. Of course, conditioning will weigh in with its unwanted opinions and judgments. When it does, notice that ego reveals its nature always. And notice that life expression is always in the realm of process and not content. Recall and listen. <laughs> All right, All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello? Oh, it's, it is me. <laughs> Who's this? Sorry, Sherry. I think uh, they just dropped off the queue, so hang on. Let me... Let okay. me hear. All right. First caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Ashwini. This is Bev calling from Kentucky. Hello, Bev. What are you seeing? What are you in Bankai seeing? Well, I am really trying to uh, practice the guidance of just watching and allowing, um, you know, just, just to watch and just allow it. Mm-hmm. And at first, when I did this, it was so scary. It was like I heard almost like a small child, you know, with an adult yelling at you. You don't know what you've done, but you know you need to. You need to hightail it out of there. That's kind of how I felt. And as I sit with that, per our guidance, I'm starting now to have an experience of it being okay. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. feeling that knot in my heart chakra and that feeling like I need to run and hide. And mm-hmm. and I'm not doing anything but just watching. But I see just with that practice, I've seen a difference. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So seeing a difference in 
in your orientation because uh, you're not going with ego's version of reality, right? All, all of the ways you need to be in order to be all right according to ego and just watching life unfold, there's a growing confidence that you're not in danger. You haven't done yes, it was wrong. like I just got to a point. At first, I would just wouldn't even question. You know, you would go to the behaviors that didn't serve you well or just close down. And as I, you know, my experience has been if I keep sticking with it, uh, I will, you know, I will see a difference. And as yeah. I've done that, I don't feel, you know, now when I get that tightness, I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's just, you know, like you tell us, it's not me. It's, it's conditioning's not using words. It's using feelings to try to control me. And just, just yeah. hang in there and feel it, and it always passes, and I'm always okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and if what you're describing, Viv, is uh, uh, being a mentor. Right, because if if you were if you had a, an abused child put in your care, that's exactly how you would be with her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay, it's okay, it's it's you're all right, you're okay, you're okay, you're okay. <laughs> There's kind of no other message, right? You're yeah. you're okay. Yeah, all that stuff happened. It did, but right now here we are, and you're and you're okay. We're okay. I'm right here with you. But that guidance to just stick with it and it, and to not do anything, that mm-hmm. is where I hear, you know, it's like, what do you mean don't do anything? But I've just, I've not been doing anything. And it's so much That's more right. relaxing to just move through your days. And it's like, well, I just have to, she, they just tell me to watch. I've been watching. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's really been nice. Yeah. And so I look forward to even, you know, my awareness growing even more. So, um, Yes. Just been a well, really lovely. Just to underline that, because you're playing both roles now, right? You're no longer a little child being frightened by a scary ego voice, right? You're, you you yep. are now able to feel what it feels like to be the person being controlled and frightened by ego, but you're also uh, even more aware of that uh, Unconditional love, the clarity, the mentoring that knows yes. you're adequate yes. to this, you're, you're equal to this. It's okay. You, you, you're fine. I'm to the part where I'm very conscious of what's going on at all time. And uh, yes. that is just, it's just such a sense of relief. Yes, yes. That, yes, that in itself, yes, it's huge. And so uh, you're, you're now picking up momentum. Right, everything just gets easier. Uh, everything, the awarenesses come more quickly because there isn't the resistance to receiving them. Uh, you're here. The lights are coming up. Everything's getting brighter, happier. Yeah. Yeah. And what I've seen is the only thing that ever happens when those when that feeling comes in is I feel uncomfortable for a while, and if I sit yes. with it, it, I get I'm getting more comfortable, or where I can just ignore it. You know, it's like so, oh, oh right. whatever. You know, and that is yeah. just a very freeing, very freeing thing. Yeah, I think there's a a line in the key that says nobody ever died of uncomfortable. Yeah, but when <laughs> ego hits us sure. with it, it, when ego hits it with it. it with it, it feels like we're going to die 
until yeah. we get used to it yeah. and realize, oh, that's just a, yeah, no, that's just discomfort. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's not me. I'm really getting that it's not me. So I appreciate yeah. our, our guidance. I appreciate that I get up every day and do this, and I'm just so thankful yeah. for that I found this practice or the practice found me or whatever. So thank me you. Me too. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> thank you, so Beth. Go happy. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Bev. You know, Sherry, the thing that dropped in for me around that is really how um, I mean, the, the exercise is to see how life's expression is always authentic. It always expresses itself. And in order for us to see that, we have to be aware of what is, what is coloring that, to see beyond it in order to actually see the authenticity in life's expression, especially if there's a conditioned lens in front of it. And so that process that Beth was pointing us to really is important because what is noticing is life is is as much life as what life is noticing, <laughs> right? It's always a witness. Yes. It's always mentoring. It's all, that's the yes. voice of life. It says it's all right. That's not you. Yes. This is what you are, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and as Beth was pointing out, the more we stick with it, the more that becomes clear oh that negativity that that fear-mongering that that oh that's not me I'm watching that it's not me mm-hmm. yes and I'm not giving it voice which is what the story is pointing us to it might be there mm-hmm. but it isn't what it speaks that's right yeah. yeah yeah doesn't get the mic and it doesn't get the stage yeah all right yeah. here's our next caller you're now live on the air would you please introduce yourself Hi, this is uh, Justin in Bear Valley. Hey, Justin. Hey. Um, hey, yeah, so I was working with an example yesterday where it just came, became pretty obvious what was life and what was uh, ego, and I was out disc golfing with um, some friends, and it just kind of struck me that, like, this is life. You know, I'm with three friends. We're out in the sunshine. The smoke was kind of clearing up. We're playing this kind of amusing game. And, I mean, that's just it right there. That's life. And then at the same time, I hear that, that ego voice trying to vie for my attention, you know, making it into a contest. we got to get the best score. we got to figure out what we're doing wrong, why we're not shooting well. And uh-huh. it was just kind of that, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a very important uh, disc golf game. Um, but there's just the awareness that it was pretty obvious. It's like, well, there's life and then there's ego. And then uh-huh. we can choose where to put our attention on. Yes, it is that uh, it, that clarity is just so helpful, right, Justin? Because it it makes uh, something that is a, sto- a a theory ours our experience. So here I am in a, at a golf course enjoying the sunshine. There's no smoke. There's I'm with friends, and that's what we're doing. It, in its essence, that's what it is. Here's the life force participating in life in a game. And then everything else on top of that, as you notice it, is, is, is additional. It's all, it's all added on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That is, I mean, quite, it's kind of one of those very, you know, air quote, simple place that literally is what is, right? I'm here at this golf course. Yeah. There is sunshine. There is air. We are playing a game. That all simply is, and that's, you know, what we might call life. And then anything that kind of comes in after that is the, the story. And maybe the story is pretty negative and obvious at this point. You know, you've got to be the best disc golfer. I mean, that's a pretty obvious one. But even any stories like 
you know, what does this mean for my relationship with them? I mean, that's just all added. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, yes. it's all added junk, yes. and it's all uh, to just kind of create that sense of, I mean, a separate, it's not framed like this yes. in the head, but it's that separate self, that I, that the ego, yeah. right? Yes, and you can almost see the subtle alteration in what is to uh, what it's not, right? The focus of the attention goes from, here I am on a golf course playing, I'm having a good time with my friends in a game that I'm participating in. But the game becomes the contest. Then the, the uh, identity becomes the one striving to be the best golf, best golf whatever, right? Then there is what's my relationship. I mean, what's your relationship with these people is in the moment interacting with them, participating in the game. That's what it is. But then the cogitation of what it means becomes that additional layer, right? So you're so right that there's a way in which it shifts from the reality of what is to see life as it is in its concrete specificity in the moment to everything that is imagined on top of it that's added. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and another way to say that, and I feel like this is what kind of the guide wrote in the last um, in the in the last monastery uh, newsletter. But like, yeah, and what's not right? What's missing? What's yes. deprivation? Um, yes. To just kind of add to the to those um, stories. So, yes. of course, eagle yeah. say it's not that simple. You can't just focus on what is. There has to be <laughs> more meaning <laughs> to it. But it, it just kind of another ego smoke uh, smoke screen. That's right. That's the that's the guidance not to to to, live, to stay in the realm of the con, uh, of the process, not the content. Because the the move from the unfolding of life as process be, becoming content is ego's domain, right? Okay. Can you say that one more? Say that. Can you say well, that? Well, just that here 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 in life there is a game. There are a bunch of people. There's the sun shining, right? And mm -hmm. then it becomes content. The game becomes a contest. The focus right. of attention shifts from the experience of participation into uh, the content of, okay, it's a game, so it's a contest. Now there's a person who needs to become haha, right? The focus moves from out of the experience into the content of the experience. Everything becomes ob object. Right, exactly. And we're using, so yeah, if I hear what you're saying, you're using process and, yeah, so process and experience are essentially synonyms uh, pointing towards the same thing. And that's kind of where our attention may be when it's with life. But then it shifts okay. to the content and the content becomes all encompassing. And that's kind yeah. of the, the realm that ego may uh, kind of dwell in. Did, yeah. Yeah, did, that, did that sound accurate, what you're saying? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Yes, let's <laughs> yes, yeah, and welcome you. back. Yeah, thank you. So what I heard in that that was so fun is the distinction between the experience is being there with my friends playing a game that I love in a beautiful place. That's my experience when I'm with life. That shift is my experience is being in relationship with ego. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and therefore my experience is of ego, not of life, because I no longer am exactly there having right. fun with my friends. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And so when when my experience of life is not life as life is, but ego as mm -hmm. ego is, that's when now all of the uh, <laughs> the the big bamboozle come in. But yes. it's all about the content. It's comparison. I've got to be best. I've got to win. I've got to 
Um, all, all of that, that's now my experience. And so mm-hmm. I, I just hadn't heard that uh, distinction quite the way you two uh, just did it. And that mm-hmm. seems a helpful place to look, you know. Well, what is my experience? Yeah, and bringing it back to the story, right, Jerry, that's what the beggar was hearing, that, that Bankai never left being in the experience. So his, his yes. words were that never white. colored. Yeah, never colored by mm-hmm. that, that ego place of making it a meaning or I, I'm, I'm better than this person or at least I don't have your problem or whatever that goes on. When I express from that other place, the distinction of where Bankai was was always clear to, to the beggar. And therefore, the beggar was there as well, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Being a good Zen student. So the, yes. the experience is either with life when there is that unity. And we could just go on forever mm-hmm. from that mm-hmm. uh, golf game describing the weather and the people and, you know, mm-hmm. the sunshine and the what happened mm-hmm. with this toss and that, you know, whatever is going on, that can just extend out to include the entire universe. Yeah. Or my experience yeah. is dualistic, where everything yeah. is either this or that. As you said, mm-hmm. everything is an object, right? There's, there's me as ego, and everything is an object. My friends are no longer my friends. <laughs> They're the people I'm competing against, trying to beat. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the game is no longer a game. It's a contest. And so just that, uh, it seems like if we, if we kind of understand that I'm always looking at the experience that is being had, mm-hmm. and what is that experience? That can give us a real clue as to mm-hmm. the level of identification we have. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Christine in Oregon. Hello, Christine. Hi, Sherry. What are you seeing? Um, well, when you were just talking, I was just going right to the place where I was yesterday and um, just being with what I was doing. And it isn't it, it's, it's interesting how when, <clears throat> like, maybe I would tell, my, tell a friend or tell a family member what I did yesterday, and there's a way that I could, like you were saying, I could, um, you know, just, um, you know, let them know, you know, I did this, and then there, was, there were these little kids, and then they... They they joined in and then they were running down the road with their mom and then they were and it was just like all the it was all it was just all wonderful and joyful and enjoyable um, and the way I guess the way ego does everything pulls into um, a story instead of <laughs> instead of actually how joyful the whole thing the whole experience was. Uh huh. So goes yeah. with the content of it, rather than uh, rather than the, the the being aspect of it. Well, the con- is that well, what you mean? Well, the um, but so when I was there, and I, I mean, the content is what I saw. I mean, how beautiful the day was, and the people, and and. Like I was in joy, so mm-hmm. the 
there wasn't, there, yeah, it, in the moment there wasn't a story. I was just enjoying it. I was, I was yes. there, like, wow, you know. Yes. I was at a race. Yes. I was at a run, and, and wow, that and this, and oh, my gosh, this is just great. <laughs> you know, it was great. Um, yeah, I guess I'm. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah. And, and, and so, uh-huh. so afterwards, when you, when you tell somebody about it, um, you, you can tell that story and actually mm-hmm. experience the same joy. Well, I did, yeah. I, yeah, the trip-up yeah. points are if ego slides in and says, uh, you know, uh, and, and those kids are running down the road, you know, is anybody watching them? I mean, what is their mother thinking? That, you know, this could be, da- I mean, I'm sure that that's mm-hmm. not what was going on, but that is the kind of thing that ego wants to do or bring it into yeah. uh you should, you know, you really, Christine, you should do this kind of thing more often because, you know, you really stay focused way too much on, on getting stuff yeah, done. That, and Yeah, that yeah? is, that is something that I used to hear, but I, I, I don't buy that. I don't, I don't know yeah. if you're doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. I was having a good yeah. what I was doing. But, you know, yeah, what, so you know my point did, is, yeah, all stories are not created equal. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what it did? You know what it did, actually, because I was, I was saying what a great day I had yesterday, and I mm-hmm. did this, and it was, but um, what Ego said to me was, don't, um, they don't want to, um, they don't want to, I need to keep this short, you know, this is just too joyful, this is too much fun, I need to keep it short, <laughs> You're having and too don't, much fun, don't elaborate. Don't elaborate too much yeah. on, and then I saw this, and then I saw that. You know, I, I would, like, keep it short because, you know, I'm telling somebody, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm told well, that that's too much but, joy for somebody but again, again, Christine, it, again, it, it can be two, from two places, right? So you yeah. could get a sense that, well, they weren't oh, there, and maybe they had a crappy day yesterday. And so maybe yeah. they don't want to hear me go on for an hour and a half about the, the, every detail of the fun that I had, right? That can just yeah. come from a place of sensitivity. It's, it's, it's uh-huh. ego then gloms yeah. onto that and makes it something that you're doing wrong and causes yeah. that separation. Yeah? Yeah, it's true. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're always looking at, 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 uh, at the experience of it, right? That, that's yep. the, the place that we can tell. So you have that sensitivity. Maybe people are, you know, their eyes are kind of glazing over. You say, okay, well, maybe we, maybe I've told them enough right now. But that's, yeah. that's, not, a, that's not a negative. You know, it's not like you've done anything wrong. You were just no, open yeah. to, yeah, a sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I want to and make uh, one, one other point. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, well, I was just gonna—I was just gonna say there, the um, the thing that I noticed so much is that the, there's there's a choice between I'm going I'm going to hang out with this feeling of oh I can't I'm going to be controlled by ego or I'm going mm-hmm. to not be controlled by ego like there's That's there's it. all there's choices all the time all the That's time exactly it. That's exactly yeah. it. That's exactly yeah yeah. And I want to make one more point about stories, okay, just so uh-huh. it doesn't trip you up on that story business. We, mm-hmm. are, uh, we are listening to, we are being guided by a story 
that happened centuries ago, right? That blind man telling the story of what it was like mm-hmm. to listen to Bankai. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the joy that he felt in listening, the joy that he felt in telling, we project, the joy that we feel in hearing it and going to that place that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good story. Just like uh, telling a story about having a wonderful day and having so much fun can be a real contribution. Yeah. Yes, thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Go, Go ahead. Happy. Take care. Go happy. Thanks, Christine. Oh, Sherry, thank you so much for that, because that is another ego takeover where all stories are ego rather than yes. things that are imbued with life is totally not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we have love time to for read. one more. Yes. We yes. Love to, uh, just quickly, we love to read stories about wonderful things. We love to hear stories about wonderful things. We do. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the negativity that we don't love. Yeah. All right. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? This is Melissa from Alaska. Hey, Melissa. What are you saying about life's authentic expression? Well, I have a story. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> so it was so interesting because it really showed me that difference between being identified and being in real life. So I recently was flying home to Alaska. I sat next to a woman who um, we started talking, and it turned out she needed a ride. Um, I was going in that direction. It was an hour. She would have had to pay a lot of money for the cab. It, it was a delayed flight. It was like one in the morning. And my, I was very identified with ego feeling like, oh, my God, I'm going to get home at 3 a.m. now. And, you know, I want to do this for this woman, but it's going to really be taxing on me. Um, and so, <clears throat> at, you know, we landed and she went to get her luggage. I went to get the car. I was parked in kind of that crazy loading zone and she was, she kind of was running a little bit towards the car and she was old. She was probably in her seventies and um, she had two suitcases and as she was running, she tripped and she just face planted on the pavement. And um, so of course I ran to her and a couple other people came to help. And that at that point in time, I was totally in the moment and in life and all the, you know, stories I was telling myself about how this was going to be an imposition, you know, vanished. And, um, and then I felt like I was, you know, as we got, she didn't have, she was scraped up, but she didn't have any um, big injuries and we got her in the car and I ended up taking her home to where her husband was. Um, And, it just totally changed the whole experience because I was in life. And when I get in a crisis moment like that, I am so there and calm mm-hmm. and doing what needs to be done. So it's just really interesting to compare those two states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so it goes back to what Cherry was talking about in her article. The freedom, freedom to do what I want is not true freedom. Freedom to do what I what is right 
is true freedom, right? Mm-hmm. That place of mm-hmm. when I'm in that story in ego, it's all about me. It's all like what I want. I'm tired. It's late. I don't want to do this. I've got it. it and so I'm completely in that place of every, you know, that ego place that bank, that the beggar was referring to. Everyone is, but. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right that pain, pain brings us here. Crisis brings us here instantly. And then when we're here, what arises is energy, the desire to help, the desire to take care of, to be a contribution. How can I assist in this process is the impulse of conscious, compassionate awareness. Because it is conscious, compassionate awareness. It's compassionate. It's loving. It's kind. It's here. It's available. It's infinite. And it, it, it assists. If it if, yeah. if it can right and that's the yep. the difference between the two places that you're talking about. Yeah, it's not and, about me anymore. Felt, yes, so and I was like I was a little leery, like I don't know this woman, you know, my ego was like thinking separation. The minute she mm-hmm. got hurt, we were we were all one. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, separation is non-acceptance, right? I don't want to do this thing. But as soon as we mm-hmm. accept something, it becomes a part of us. There's no sense mm-hmm. of separation. And so there's the impulse to assist. Because if, as you said, if we are one, you wouldn't do anything that for some, you would do something for someone else that you would do for yourself. If we are one, mm-hmm. I know this. I know this person and because they're no different from me. And so here we go. How can I help? Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's just yeah. exquisitely, uh, and it's just so wonderful when life gives us those kinds of experiential workshops in what, what it is about. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Gashel. Thanks, Melissa. And, Jerry, that brings us to the end of the show. All right. And a wonderful show. So, and we'll talk to you. more callers thank you, tomorrow. Everybody. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.